Good morning. Welcome to the Unitarian Church of Edmonton. My name is Romeo, and I will be your service leader today. We hope you feel welcome here. The Unitarian Church of Edmonton is a liberal, multi-generational religious community. We celebrate a rich mosaic of free thinking, spiritually questing individuals joined in common support and action. We welcome diversity, including diversity of belief from divine believers to humanists, from pagans to atheists and agnostics. We believe in the compassion of the human heart, the warmth of community, the pursuit of justice, and the search of meaning in our lives. We gather with gratitude this morning on traditional Cree lands that are now part of the Treaty 6 and shared by many nations. The treaty is an inheritance, a responsibility, and a relationship. May we be good neighbors to one another, good stewards to our planet, and good ancestors to all our children. We begin with a time of contemplation and music as we listen to a prelude. Our prelude will be Pioneers by Bells. I will go discover the gold Go anywhere to uncover the gold in the mountainsides Valleys wide I will go I'll get lost just so I can be found And I'll bring you along and we will be boundless And I won't wait early or late I'll get lost We'll discover all there is to see Cause we are pioneers, you and me We'll explore and we will come alive Cause we are pioneers of this life Search and see glimpses of all we need Hit the road with my friends beside me We'll sift and turn on earth treasure It's time we tried to find the sunrise and follow it until it dies we lost and found inside out we will resound We'll discover all there is to see cause we are pioneers you and me We'll explore and we will come alive Cause we are pioneers of this life We'll discover all there is to see Cause we are pioneers, you and me We'll explore and we will come alive Cause we are pioneers of this life
opening words will be the towel of water and water from the towel tea chain. Nothing in the world is as soft and yielding as water, yet for dissolving the hard and inflexible, nothing can surpass it. The soft overcomes the hard, the gentle overcomes the rigid. Everyone knows this is true, but few can put it into practice. Honoring the Water by Fiona Hart. Heath! There we go. <laughs> um, here we are together, the people of the chalice gathering in light of the flame. Here we are together, returning to our religious home, choosing once more the community of spirit. Here we are together, carrying our joys and sorrows, reminded that we are not alone. Here we are together, returning to the source of spirit, honoring water, the source of life. Let us be joyful as we begin again. Come, let us celebrate together. We kindle this flame with love for mothers and foremothers past, present, and future. We kindle this flame in celebration of community and its generations. We kindle this flame with respect and support for the greater circle of life of which we are all a part of. All right, now we will be doing the hymn 389. Speaking of drawing near, good morning, welcome. I'm Brian Kiley, I'm the minister here. Speaking of drawing near, I'd like to invite anyone who wishes to hear a story to come up and join me. Hi guys. How y'all doing this morning? Everybody nice and tired because of the time change? You like my time change tie? Thought I'd wear something really nice and bright? Yeah? It's good. I was telling some people in the parking lot that, you know, cell phones have kind of ruined daylight savings time for me because the clocks change automatically on you. And it used to be that, you know, I'd be in church and I'd be enjoying finishing my sermon and watching people with bewildered looks walking through the door. But that hardly ever happens anymore. The secrets, secret life of ministers, the things that excite us. (laughs) So I got a story about a drop of water. His name is Higgins. This whole service is about water. So we have a story about water. So once upon a time, there was a drop of water named Higgins. Now, Higgins was no ordinary drop of water because Higgins had a dream. Oh, yes. 
Now, he lived in a valley where it had not rained for a very long time. And so the lovely green grass was all turning brown and the flowers were like drooping and the trees were like just about to give it up too. And he had a dream that one day his valley would be beautiful and rich and green and full of color again. But but what do you do? I mean, he's only a single little drop of water. What do you do about that? Well, he thought and he thought. And one day he was walking along wondering what he might do. And he had this idea of telling others about his dream. So he went to all the other drops of water and said, you know, if we somehow found a way to get together, we could make this place green again. And they all went, oh, Higgins, you are such a dreamer. You just have your head in the clouds all the time. Get You can't spend your whole life dreaming. You just have to go be your basic drop of water, dude. Well, he still decided he had to do something to make his dream come true. So he thought, and he thought, and he thought some more. And one day, he was walking along and saw an old rusty bucket. And he thought, you know... I might just be a drop in the bucket, but if I go in there, maybe others will come with me. And so he went around and and he told all the other drops of water what he was going to do, that he was going to get into this bucket and hope that other people would come with him. And, And together they could make like a huge bucket of water and maybe there'd be enough water in the bucket of water to like revive a dozen plants or something and make them lovely and pretty again. And all the other drops went, All right, sure, yeah, that'll happen. No way. And so what he did was he said, you know what, I don't care. I'm going. And so he ran and he took a big leap and he landed in the bottom of the bucket. Kerplunk. Well, I'm just a drop in the bucket, he said. And he waited. And he waited. And he got really kind of lonely But then the other drops started noting that the grass was truly, truly dying and the plants were almost on the ground and the trees were losing their leaves. And they said, you know, maybe he's got an idea. And another drop said, you know what, I'm going to join him and ran over and kerplunk. And then two more joined in and said, yeah, okay, kerplunk, kerplunk. And pretty soon it was ten and then it was a hundred and then there was a thousand drops of water and suddenly the bucket was full. But other drops wanted to participate too. So they ran around and found other buckets and dragged them over. How a drop of water can... (laughs) The author of the story does not tell us that part. But but then it's a talking drop of water, so I guess we kind of lost the credit a long time ago, didn't we? Anyway, the other buckets were trimmed, and pretty soon they were all full, and then a really strong wind came and turned these hundreds of buckets over, and the water began flowing like a stream, and the earth came back to life. And the grass turned green again, and the flowers lifted their heads, and the leaves, the trees began to develop green leaves again. And all of this happened because Higgins had a dream, and his dream came true. Because he knew that although he was just a drop in the bucket, that a whole bunch of drops make a bucket full, 
and a whole bunch of bucketfuls make a stream and the wind helps it all along until justice rolls down like the water and righteousness flows like an endless stream. So if you have a dream, follow it. Take a chance. Even if other people say it's crazy, take a dream. Follow it up. Strange things happen. And that's our story. Blending of the Waters by Reverend Dennis Hamilton. There is new water formed in the atmosphere daily, and there is old water. Water as old as the earth, water from which life has evolved over the eons. This is a stream of life which all life flows. All people are connected by the stream, for it runs through our veins and courses through the stems of leaves and plants. It's a symbol of the cleansing power of forgiveness and the faithful promise of healing love. It is a symbol and the reality of the oneness that unites humankind and all life. May our separate waters join into one sacred stream as we add our lives into the stream of living souls who live out love, work for justice, and hunger for peace. Now, almost every other week of the year, we light candles to mark our joys and concerns. But given that our theme is water today, we have stones and a pool of water. And I invite you to come up and invest a stone with your joy or your concern and then slide it into the pail. Anyone who wishes to do so can participate in this. Whether flames or stones, I'm always touched by how many stories are represented each Sunday when we do this little ritual. Don't know all the stories. Just know that everybody has one. And it's a good reason to be gentle with one another. Now, stand and sing, if you are willing and able, for hymn number 145 as Tranquil Streams in your gray hymn books.
Hello there, everybody. My name is Andrew Mills, and I'm in charge of Canvas this year. Every week in March, we're doing a little talk about Canvas. Canvas is where we go to the church, and we ask you, the members, to actually support our church for the coming year. So we'll be looking for people to fill out a Canvas form. They're in the order of services today, and drop them in the collection plate to say what your intent is this year. So the, today's question is, how much should we give? How much should I give? One of the questions we don't talk about very often is how much does each person need to give to support the church? So last year in 2018, we received $153,504 in identified pledge donations from 134 families. That works out to an average of $1,146 per family last year. The good news is that we have some very generous members. We have 10 pledges over $3,000 last year, including a handful of pledges over $5,000 a year. Remember that I worked out last year's average was $1,146? Well, 76% of our donations are from the 30% of our donors that donate more than that. While we appreciate all donations of any size, I do want to acknowledge the very generous donors who give more than the average and help us support the church. So how much should you give to support the church? A good starting point is to look at about 1% of your income. So if your income is 60000 then $600 a year would be 1%. What does that look like week to week? Well, if you were to give $20 a service, and there's actually quite a few people here that give $20 per service uh, in an envelope, that's great. Um, and you come to about, let's say, 30 services a year because we do take the summer off, right? Uh, then that would be about $600. If you turn that into a monthly donation of $50 a month and set that up with pre-authorized deposits, then it probably won't affect your finances. You probably won't even notice it. Now, I realize not everybody can afford to donate a lot, but 1% is a good starting point. We appreciate all our donors, but those of us with the means to contribute should provide enough to support this church. If you are a member of the church, our bylaws say that you are actually supposed to support the church financially. That's what it says. It's not a hard and fast rule, but it is a strong recommendation. For each member, we include in our church membership lists, we pay $100 to the CUC approximately every year for that membership. And so that's kind of the minimum contribution if you are actually a member. Um, so I would encourage everyone to try to give at least that much. So how much should you donate? Well, 25 years ago, well, let's say 27 years ago, Karen and I joined the church. And when we started, we started with $600 a year as our contribution. And since that time, every year we've increased our pledge a little bit, and now we're uh, giving it pretty high level. Uh, the main message I have for everybody is that if you're not donating, then please start. Uh, if you are already donating, then please consider raising your pledge and Hopefully, at some point, you'll be able to get to the average pledge amount, and hopefully a few generous souls will be able to go beyond that. And that will help us maintain our church and keep our church going in the years to come. Thanks very much. I'll be in the lobby after uh, the service if anybody would like to talk about their pledge or, uh, or anything else about Canvas. Thank you. So um, the next reading is Be Like Water by Kendra Ford. Run deep, run clear, fill any space to its own dimensions. Respond to the moon 
to gravity, change colors with the light, hold your temperature longer than the surrounding air, take the coast by storm, go underground, bend light, be the one thing people need, even when they're fasting, eat boulders, (laughs) quietly be a universal solvent. I hadn't noticed it was a comedic reading. (laughs) Each week we also take a little time uh, to talk amongst ourselves, to talk with one another. And the theme of that reading was, how can you be like water? How can you be that one who eats boulders? (laughs) And all of those things. So that's the question I'd like to put you today, that you gather in groups of two or three for three or four minutes, and or ten, you know, this Unitarians, they'll gather however they want to gather, and um, have this conversation about how can you be like water, or maybe you are like water in your life. So how can you be like water? Go ahead. J.P. Rodella, inspired quote by Leonardo da Vinci. We all rest in the womb of the world. Water, the life conjurer, sometimes sharp and sometimes strong, sometimes sweet and sometimes sulfur, sometimes speed and sometimes still. Water, mirror of our own ways of being and becoming in the course of our lives. Water changes its nature according to place and alters the nature of places it passes, raging or reflective, food or flood, green roaring tides, or blue serenity. It sweeps the ships down to drown, it crawls a fire. Leonardo da Vinci said, In rivers, the water that you touch is the last of what has passed and the first of that which comes, so with present time. In time and with water, everything changes. In time and with water, everything changes. And now it's time for meditation. Studying about that good old way And who shall wear the starry crown Good Lord, show me the way Oh, sisters, let's go down Let's go down, come on down Oh, sisters, let's go down 
down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Come on, brothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, fathers, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, fathers, let's go down, down in the river to As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, mothers, let's go down. Come on down, don't you want to go down? Come on, mothers, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sinners, let's go down, let's go down, come on down. Oh, sinners, let's go down, down in the river to pray. As I went down in the river to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the robe and crown, good Lord, show me the way. It is interesting to be up here today preaching someone else's homily. But this service is put out by the Canadian Unitarian Council annually, a different service and we've decided that we would go with it as it was suggested. And so the words I'm reading are from a relatively new ministerial colleague named Ben Robbins from Ontario. And it's called The Reflection on the Vehicle of Life, one of the poems you've already heard, and The Soul of the River, which is mostly contained in here, both of those written by my good friend Jessica Rodella, who is the, um, uh, the minister, one of the ministers in southern Ontario and a wonderful, wonderful writer. Water is to the world what blood is to our bodies. Water is to the world what blood is to our bodies. This was the belief held by 15th century artist Leonardo da Vinci. Besides painting and sculpting, Leonardo was also a scientist, an architect, an engineer, a musician, and an inventor. And flowing through this expertise was Leonardo's fascination with water. His deep interest and observation of rivers and of the ways water flows into water were, quote, central to his work and thinking in many fields, including his art. 
For Leonardo, water was the literal way our world and everything and everyone in it was interconnected. He wrote, The body of the earth, like the bodies of animals, is intersected with ramifications of waters which are all in connection and are all constituted to give nutrient and life to the earth and its creatures. We might say that the earth has a spirit of growth. That it is, that its flesh is the soil, its bones is the arrangement and connection of the rocks of which mountains are composed, its cartilage the sediment, and its blood the springs of water. Leonardo observed water is the vehicle of nature. Without it, nothing retains its form. Well, the Reverend Jessica Purple Rodella recollects, on a long drive home along the northern reaches of the Mississippi River, feeling homesick and road-weary, I realized with a start that I no longer craved an ocean view, that I no longer lingered at lakes, but that my identity had shifted towards those bodies of water as bridging waters. I realized I am the river. The river making connections between those inbound lakes and outfaring oceans. I am the river. At home in the north, at rest in the south, the influence of confluence, the trials of tributaries at home elsewhere and everywhere. I am the river. I dwell in the in-between, border shifts, the chore of shoreline changes, Here I am rapids, there I am shallows, mouth and shoal and headwaters, embodiment of eddies and ornament. Obstacles shape me and currents propel me. I am connection itself, overflowing, flooded with faith. But it isn't me alone, but our Unitarian Universalist faith too is like a river a long and winding water byway of life and love, making fluid our imagined borders, blending one shore into the next, combining and creating new earth, grinding new ground, generating islands, habitat for other life, life spawning and sustaining. As Unitarian Universalists, we flow in a river of life, a force greater than our singular parts, delineated and different, but co-created, ever-changing, taking the terrain's shape and being shapeshifter too. This faith at rest and at confluence borders wide as the sky, a riverine road of the soul. And we, the river, travel the boundaries, no passport of creed to transport or impede. Our you-universe is as wide as our hearts can reach and as large as our hope can span, as deep as faith itself. We are the river. Like the river, belongingness is boundless. As the river tied to nowhere, we belong everywhere. We belong to everyone. Well, much like the Reverend Jess expresses here, 
our Canadian Unitarian Universalist congregations too are rivers, singular in their diverse complexities and yet co-created by those who exist within them. Mergers and splits, offshoots and collaborations, our communities blend together and pull apart as we wind our ways through life. As we reflect on water today, let us remember that we are part of a larger system of Canadian Unitarian Universalism, an ecosystem that helped to create, sustain, and connect our individual communities. We often think that we're alone because, well, there aren't many of us out here, but the fact is, if it wasn't for that national body holding us together and connecting us, much of the good things we have would not come our way. And most especially today, the national and regional connections that sustain and enrich the lives of our youth. We now have an opportunity to directly engage with other tributaries with the faith communities connected through this sharing our faith service. Well, that's the end of Ben's words. And we'll begin the offering. And after I offer these words, one of our youth will come up and introduce the song that's going to be played during the, uh, during the taking of the offering. So today our congregation is marking Sharing Our Faith Sunday. Sharing Our Faith is a program of the Canadian Unitarian Council. Now, it encourages greater awareness of congregations and also noting the theme of water, which is going to be a large major social justice theme of the CUC for the next two years and it fosters relationships. But during our Sharing Our Faith services, the collection is taken completely. All, all the unidentified cash or specified checks go to the Sharing Our Faith Fund. And this fund consists of monies collected by congregations at services like this across the country, and also by support from an endowment fund of the First Unitarian Congregation of Toronto. Now, these funds are sent to the CUC to be allocated in the form of grants to congregations applying for projects that they may not otherwise be able to undertake, projects which enhance growth and ministry and outreach for the congregation and for our movement as a whole. Since 2001, through the generosity of congregations and members, Sharing Our Faith has awarded over $200,000 for programs like support for part-time professional ministry, communication, publicity, and increasing visibility, religious education and music programs, youth programs, and the commissioning of music for the Missa Brevis Poro Servito, a mass for Unitarian Universalists. Now, today is kind of extra special for us because we're applying for one of those grants. Our Religious Exploration Director Will Adair came on and said, you know, I think we need to do summer camps. Summer camps for young people that will extend our brand somewhat, that will, because this city, those, I don't know, anybody who's raising kids right now will know, finding good summer programming is really difficult. They get filled up like that. So we figure we actually can probably turn a profit on this, but to get it started, we need help gathering curriculum and guaranteeing our staff paid. So we're applying for one of these grants today. So there's a very good chance that whatever you give will come back to us. Today's collection is in support of sharing our faith fund and let your giving this morning be a true expression of spiritual generosity. Lily?
We got a song, okay? <laughs> uh, it's Give Love by MC Yogi. Enjoy. <laughs> Little darling, don't you cry. Every little thing's gonna be alright. Don't worry, don't be afraid. Every little thing's gonna be okay. Open up your heart, unlock the cage. Turn the key and break the chains. Love will always find a way. If you want love, you gotta give love away. It is called, Turn the World Around. We 
we come from the mountain, living in the fire. Go back to the fire, turn the world around. We come from the fire, living in the fire. Go back to the fire, turn the world around. Whoa, in the mountain. Go back to the mountain, turn the world around. Whoa, so is life. Ah, so is life. Whoa, so is life. Ah, so is life. Do you know who I'm doing? Sunlight turn the world around. Heart is in the river, body is the mountain. Noise is the sunlight, turn the world around. We are of the spirit, truly of the spirit. Only can the spirit turn the world around. Oh, so is life about my So is life. Oh, so is life. Oh, so is life. 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 Our closing words are Our Grandchildren by Randall Kagi. Water is speaking to us, but are we listening? We are all treaty people. A piece of us is dying. Complacency and ignorance are no longer acceptable. We have to be a voice for the generations to come. Our grandchildren will look back and ask, why did they not act to save our precious water? I want to be able to look in the mirror and know that I did my best. Our service by rising, joining hands, and singing Carry the Flame of Peace and Love until we meet again. Then we have a postlude the youth have chosen and some announcements. Carry the flame of peace and love until we meet again. Carry the flame of peace and love until we meet again.
Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, never let it fade away. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, save it for a rainy day. For love may come and tap you on the shoulder some starless night. Just in case you feel you want to hold her, you'll have a pocket full of starlight. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, never let it fade away. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket, save it for a rainy For love may come and tap you on the shoulder some starless night. And just in case you feel you want to hold her, you'll have a pocket full of starlight. Pocket full of starlight. <laughs> Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Never let it fade away. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Save it for a rainy, rainy, rainy day. For when your troubles start multiplying, and they just might, it's easy to forget them without trying. With just a pocket. Pocket full of starlight, catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Never let it fade away. Catch a falling star and put it in your pocket. Save it for a rainy day. Save it for a rainy day. Save it for a rainy day.